everyone. Deep breath in. And deep breath out. I wish you would start every day like that with a mindful breath. And that's how we start the first podcast of the year, the first mindfulness at IBM uh, podcast. And um, I'm very happy that we have another year where our community will be able to to grow. Uh, Many, many, many people will be able to practice, uh, perhaps learn something new. Uh, I wish many will discover uh, mindfulness during 2022 and uh, and that we can put it more into our daily practices, not only as individuals, but as a team, right? As leaders, as project managers, uh, and anywhere else, right? So that, you know, mindfulness is such a um, kind of life-changing um, knowledge to, to gain, right? And who effectively is practicing mindfulness knows uh, what I what I mean by saying that, right? So I wish I wish to everyone to to have much more mindfulness uh, along this year. This is the first podcast, so we are not gonna talk a lot about news. We're gonna have a, a excellent guest later with us uh, that is you know kicking off the year with also in, uh, very good practice. Uh, but before I, I want to just give a, a couple of news uh, of what we can expect this year, right? So, uh, of course, that we put all the links as well below the podcast, uh, particularly for you know the internal listeners. Um, and first is of course there is a calendar, right? So you can always uh, find in the mindfulness calendar, the global calendar, uh, the practices that are happening um, every day. Right, and we will work this year um, for having and ensuring at least that every day there are uh, the basic uh, practice, at least a couple of them in different time zones, so that everyone uh, is ensured to get the opportunity to practice right once a day. Um, then the MBCE, the Mindfulness Based Connect Experience, uh, will start uh, very soon, right? Uh, so just uh, we are uh, preparing now and it's going to be rolled out in February the uh, train the trainer so that new supervisor will be able to uh, you know get the supervisor badge and uh, and in order to do that they need to be you know trained as supervisor and then being open to uh, deliver the next wave the next wave is going to happen you know March April May uh, this year so that is also something to expect. Podcast is is here uh, for the newsletter. We are actually we uh, you know our Deba Militar that that actually we interviewed last year uh, is not anymore with us. So we we are aiming for a new editor, master editor. So if you want to cooperate and help us to build a wonderful newsletter, uh, please let us know. Um, and what else? The website we have to update and work with, uh, you know, understand all the new practice and practice leaders and areas. Hopefully, there are new uh, groups around the world. Um, and of course, our Slack channels are the places where all the information are shared, right? And if you need any more, anything else um, about mindfulness uh, at IBM, please reach out to me uh, or to our core team that uh, you know started already meeting um, last week. Said that, uh, Pat, uh, how is the 
Kindrill experience and uh, what is uh, what are the news from from your side? Lay 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 lay. Let's uh, let's change the name and call it from the next time the mindfulness podcast. What do you think about that? We'll have an opportunity to talk about IBM and Kindrill and maybe even some other uh, companies and, and maybe we could even rotate who's who's speaking because I know some members of the Kindrill community have expressed interest in speaking on on the podcast or asking those questions. Yes. So what's been going on at Kindrill with the mindfulness stuff? Uh, a lot, a lot. And I'm very excited and, and super, super happy with you know, the fact that we have the, the, the website set up, the Slack channel set up, we have our calendar and live practices and management system set up. We have a bunch of volunteers and, and practice leaders. And um, we're also we're working very closely with the agile communities and coaching, design thinking, or co-creation as Kindrel's calling it, HR, and our new uh cultural SVP Nell Atkot. We're also getting some funding to get our practice leaders upskilled and become certified teachers. And we also have uh, some other things that are that are boiling and, and happening uh, as we unfold this new year. Um, what else can I say? Next week, we have five cohorts starting, three for our introduction into mindfulness, and we're running two uh, eight-week programs, Finding Peace in a Frantic World. We're also going to be having two mini-retreats, working on our, our badges and, and how that's going to look like our, our first self-paced course. And uh, also, still don't have the newsletter uh, set up. And we're, we got a, we got a lot to go, but we have the, the support from our senior leaders and we have some funding and we're going to be really working closely and integrated in, in how Kindrels work and, and how, how we show up for work. And the polls that we've done show that 96% of Kindrels want mindfulness. So mindfulness practices or, or being mindful is going to be strategically positioned for, for the company. And I'm super, super excited to be focusing on that, uh, as I as I am here now with you all. So yeah, biggest kind of updates short from my side. Lele, I think it's time to listen to to someone that's close to 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 us, to to me, who has you know been with us for for years as we've been growing communities in our in our own little places. So over to uh, to you, Lele, or over to to Jade as well. Thanks. The Mindfulness Podcast? That sounds nice. Okay, let's start from next time. And thank you so much, Pat, for, for sharing. I'm very happy that a lot is going on as well in Kindrill and uh, looking forward for more and more and more podcasts together in 2022. So thank you very much. And now it's time to welcome Jade to our podcast. So um, to all the lovely listeners to the community, I'm very happy to bring the first guest of the year, uh, you know, 2022, we'll have many guests and this is uh, tendentially tries to be a weekly podcast, right? Even if we don't really do it every single week, but it depends. But at least uh, I, I have the honor to start, right? There is always a first guest and today it's a guest of um, of uh, particular importance, not only because it's, uh, it's not a, a guest in IBM, but it's a guest that is actually uh, 
being part of a mindfulness and also leading like a mindfulness movement or group in another company that IBM, but also because it's a you know, lovely human being that I met along the way. We already spoke in a conversation once. Uh, so I'm talking about uh, Jade Sonking uh, from, uh, um, actually, I'm not sure in what city you are now, uh, <laughs> but uh, let's say that you are part of L'Oreal and, uh, and you're also a mindfulness trainer and, uh, you know, uh, one of the, like me, a passionate of the present and of every single moment. So Jade, welcome to uh, the Mindfulness WM podcast. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you. It is my pleasure and honor to be here. Uh, coming from Brooklyn right uh-huh, now, but I grew okay. up in Los Angeles. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, so let's uh, let's usually start with um, um, you as someone that discovered mindfulness, right? At one point. Uh, so take us back to that moment of discovery, maybe, and what that meant to you, right? Why you got curious so that you went even to uh, to you know, your corporate, just, uh, you know, do activities and organize it for, for many of your fellow colleagues? Ooh, yes, I started my first career in media and client services, and that as many people may know, it is a demanding job. Oh, yeah. You're trying to be a million things at at all hours of the day. And I found myself feeling really ungrounded. But at the time, I didn't really have the words to describe what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. I just knew that I wasn't feeling myself I was experiencing anxiety and I knew there had to be a better way (laughs) and a friend of mine noticed because I was trying to reach out for some help and invited me to a retreat with an energy healer who's now a good friend of mine and at first I was a little skeptical of okay how our whole lives we've been taught that we need to take medicine or take a pill and this will help you feel better. And this was something completely different. And at first I wasn't really into it. It took a little bit of time to marinate. But over time I felt that the more I could tap into my body, the Mm -hmm. more I listened to my breathing, my relationship with, with time, changed. I felt that time could expand, even though it was still kind of linear in this frame. And I felt like I was becoming just a better person, more patient. Um, And actually, in that moment, I listened to myself and said, this actually is not what I want to do in life. So I, I quit my job in Los Angeles and moved across country without a job and kind of trusting that I would find something that would be more aligned with my sole purpose, even though at that point I hadn't really articulated what that was. There's just something different that I knew was going to be more energizing Mm -hmm. than what I was doing at the moment. 
Interesting. But paradoxically, uh, you know, just this hypothetically, right? After, uh, so how many years have you been uh, now kind of practicing and teaching mindfulness and meditation? Oh, it'll be about seven years now. Okay, so seven years. So if going back seven years ago, when you were still in the, that job that was kind of stressful, right? Would it be different now after you are uh, wiser uh, with a uh, lot of practices and teachings? Oh, sure. I'm a completely different person. Uh, as part of my mindfulness practice, I've been able to maybe not always successfully, but start to understand my healthy boundaries, mm -hmm. which would have been helpful back then. <laughs> um, and also I would have been more unapologetic about following the things that mm -hmm. made me excited and not just following along to a path that maybe other people told me were the right thing. Um, nowadays, I like to follow things that light me up and get me excited and connect mm -hmm. me with different people. Think back in 2008, I was more focused on finding a job because that was during the recession yeah. and, and getting a job that I would get paid well in. Mm -hmm. So my values have, have changed. And if I were to transport today, Jade, back mm -hmm. to that time, I, I could say that I would fare a little better, but okay. maybe I wouldn't have stayed in that industry as long. Okay. Okay. But, but that's, that's actually, you know, th thinking, you know, when you, when you think back, you, you think, you know, how, uh, you know, mistakes we did, things we experienced and uh, stuff we learned right along the way. Um, but at the same time, you, you can actually then use the same, not only for the present, right? But also for what is coming, right? So this is the first um, episode of the year, right? Uh, and uh, I remember just, uh, I think since the social media uh, entered my brain, right? That every time in, uh, in January, there are million posts of resolutions and that's what I want to do. And then also advertising is like, oh, now you should start uh, being fit. Now you should start eat healthy, all of these things, right? So, um, so tell me about uh, the new year resolutions maybe, or what, how to uh, think that into a mindfulness, uh, you know, kind of wave of, of mind. Oh, yeah, I, I stopped making New Year's resolutions a while ago and mostly because as I became more aware of my mm. mindfulness practice and as you mentioned before passionate about the present I started to realize that resolutions are cast in the future mm. it's coming from this future self that wants to lose 10 pounds that future self that wants to eat better, that future self that's trying to be someone else, which, mm -hmm. you know, those could be great goals, but I found for myself, I wasn't really aligned with them in this moment. So I found it really hard to stick with it, mm -hmm. right? And I think 
maybe a lot of people do experience this, like January, it's like, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change my habits. And then February comes around and life it's happens. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. It. And then you feel, and then for me anyways, I just felt guilty and mm. bad and kind of shameful of like, wow, I set this goal for myself and I, I didn't meet it. I'm a very ambitious goal oriented person. And it just felt like I was letting myself down. Mm. So I started to pivot and think about an intention. How did I want to show up for this mm. year? And that allowed me to have a frame of reference mm. and lens of how I operated, how I behaved, the choices I made. And of course, I could still have goals for the year, but I mm. found that there's just a lot less pressure. And it actually was, for me, a lot more beautiful and energizing mm. to be thinking about something positive. Um, this year, my intention is grounded flow, mm -hmm. which could, it does sound broad, but to me, it means I'm staying grounded in every moment and allowing life to happen and flow through me and for me to flow through those things. So to me, that's more applicable to everything in my life. Mm -hmm. And of course, if I have other goals, then I allow those to happen and unfold as they're meant to be versus putting a deadline and a certain expectation on what I believe to happen. Hmm. Grounded flow. There's also this thing that I I love um, from my one of my teachers. She mentions when you are trying to manifest something or mm -hmm. you have a goal, um, say it is like I'd like to eat healthier or I'd like to meet a certain person. I love that she tells us to add at the end or something better hmm. because we only know so much. We only know what we know. And it almost can be like blinders if we say, I only want a million dollars. But what if you could have $20 million <laughs> and that, that's possible. So saying or something better opens things up to greater possibilities than we can even imagine at this point. But, you know, how do you set then your intention? Like, you know, you just think about something you like or uh, you just need to, you know, have some time introspectively to think about yourself or what would be the best process so that you know our listeners can say okay now let me think about what is the right intention for my ear and uh, so how to get there yeah i mean typically i start thinking or marinating about it in december um when i start doing my reflections i i think in this today's age where we're so fast-paced reflecting is kind of underrated um, but it's really helpful to reflect on how you lived the last year mm -hmm. what what lit you up what did not where did you um, find learning mm -hmm. maybe where did you not find grace 
um, and think about for a little bit how the year went. And when I think of an intention, I try to ask myself, what, not what do I want to do, but how do I want to feel? We're such an action-oriented society that we're always like, what do I want to do? What's the thing that I need to check off my list? But I, I rather like the question, how do I want to feel? Mm, nice. And meditation and mindfulness really helps with that because then I'm al- allowing myself to sit with that um, and quiet my mind and allow you know, what comes up for me. And sometimes it changes and that's okay. I think there's the part of it where it's like being open to flexibility and what life is going to throw at you. But I kind of think of my intention as a mantra, something that's short, easy to remember, and I can kind of come back to daily to ground myself. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, giving myself grace to change it if I want or things change. Um, but it, it doesn't have to be a, a big, long process. It can be easily sitting down, thinking about how you want to feel, journaling, see what comes up, mm-hmm. and then maybe picking a few words that make it easy to remember and repeat like a mantra through the next year. It's like a dress, kind of, like that is maybe, you know, bringing, that's the mood of your day, and that's how you dress yeah. up, right? And, but the dress you have actually somehow is influencing everything around you, right? How people see you, how you feel. I think you can do a, this experiment, just dress in t-shirt and shorts, and yeah. then go out, and then few one hour later dress with a tie and a suit and then go out and see what is the difference and there is actually a difference so yeah okay i understand what what you mean yeah um, i mean today i'm wearing a bright yellow sweater <laughs> and it's gloomy outside <laughs> it it definitely is like what's that extra accessory that you're going to take with you throughout yeah. the day that's going to make you feel good okay so that's the intention so um, and potentially that's, uh, you, you don't actually need a yearly intention, I guess, but it can be a daily or a next hour intention, right? Yeah. I mean, the more that we're able to live intentionally, mm-hmm. the less we're stumbling through life, worrying about the impact that we're having because when our intentions align with the mm. impact we want to make with the world, that to me is flow. That mm. to me is like, I am living my purpose. I am in my intention. And also to your point, people feel that other, other people around me are impacted in a positive way um, versus, you know, I mean, this still happens to me all the time and I'm trying to be more mindful of it, but it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I hurt your feelings or I'm Mm -hmm. sorry this happened. That wasn't my intention, Mm -hmm. right? But we as humans judge ourselves based on our intentions, but we judge others based on their impact, Mm -hmm. right? So if 
I went through life just being like, oh, well, that wasn't my intention to hurt your feelings. That doesn't mean that people's feelings aren't being hurt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And also it's kind of filtering your your attention on the next moment, right? So according to the intention you have, if when we do the practice before a meeting, right? You know, you start a meeting, okay, what set your intention, how you want to be in this meeting, you know, maybe helps you to be more, pay more attention or be more kind towards the others or... Uh, I know you, maybe it's a very tough meeting with a tough decision. Maybe it helps you to have a more open mind before taking the decision. So that is where the intention is useful, uh, even in the short term, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like I, I heard that setting an intention or doing a check-in mm-hmm. um, before a meeting starts is almost as or more effective as setting an agenda it's, it's shown to make to see that meetings are actually shorter yeah. and more effective because one, you get to see where everyone is. Like, you know, people are different day to day. There are different situations. So you can meet people where they are and you have a common intention of what you want to get out of the time together. Hmm. Would, there, would there be... But theoretically, the ultimate intention that every, if everybody would have that intention, the world would be a better place? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, maybe the intention of do no harm. Mm. Or be kind to each other. Or just paying right. attention. <laughs> that sometimes would be really much um, one of the you know necessary things that is not always the case. Nice. So how to um, uh, how to start the, this year with a mindful practice? What uh, what would you um, you know suggest to our listeners to to do today and maybe during the week? Yeah. Um. I would say if you are just starting, start small. Even if you're starting again, it's okay. Um, what I love about mindfulness is this idea of a beginner's mind, mm-hmm. right? Every moment is a new beginning. So we can give ourselves grace and letting go from a past moment that maybe didn't feel right and remind ourselves that all of it is part of being human. So congratulations, you're worrying, you're being human, <laughs> you're, you're overthinking, you're being human. Um, if you want to start a mindfulness practice, it could be as simple as taking this moment, maybe closing your eyes if you can, if it's safe, and just taking a deep breath, slowing down. Ah. <sighs> Nice, long, deep breath, because what we find in if you're feeling stressed, your breath starts to come up in your chest. It's not as deep. Your shoulders start to crunch up to your ears. Mm -hmm. And being mindful is being aware of how our body is. And we can use our body and breath and even our feelings. All of that is data. Our feelings are data. Our body is data. A lot of times we're just not really listening to it. 
So if we can gather that information and, you know, at IBM or a lot of big companies, we are optimizing campaigns all the time, gathering data, optimizing and pivoting. And we can apply that same mindset to how we want to practice mindfulness. What information are you gathering from the thoughts that are in your head, the way your body is scrunched, um, the way your breath is feeling? Notice that. Reflect on what that might mean for you. Mm. Kind of reassess it. And then recalibrate. That's why intentions I feel are so important because that can be your anchor. That could be kind of your North star, the thing that you want to recalibrate towards. So if you have an intention, then you know what baseline you want to try to get to. And if you're off that baseline and maybe like, I love that intention of being more kind. If my intention is be kind, and in a moment I found, oh, wow, okay, that moment, maybe I wasn't so kind. Then you could take a deep breath, almost use that as a reset button, and say, okay, well, in this next moment, I'm going to be more mindful and I'm going to be more kind. And that's what the beginner's mindset helps us to give us grace for, is like, okay, just because I wasn't in that moment doesn't mean that I can't be in the moments to come. Mm-hmm. And that's where sometimes I feel like it's hard because oh, I want to be perfect. Oh, I want to people please. I want to let all mm-hmm. these things. So I hold on to the guilt of not being my intention. Yeah. And then that just carries on into my but, next moment. But that wouldn't be being kind towards yourself, right? Yes. Mm. Yes. So, yeah. Nice. Would you uh, take two or three minutes to lead us into a short intention practice? Yes, absolutely. So from wherever you are, if you're sitting, standing, driving, whatever is safe for you, if you are able to allow your eyes to close or softly gaze down and forward, and nothing to manage at the moment. Just start to notice. What thoughts are you thinking? How is your body positioned? No judgment. Just noticing and gathering information. And now that you've noticed where you are, You may want to bring a hand to your heart and a hand to your navel center, which is about four fingers below your belly button. And in this moment, allow a deep breath to come into your body all the way down to your belly. And exhale. And slowly start to tune up your posture. So start to notice if you're sitting, you may want to plant both feet on the ground. If you're standing, really allowing your toes and feet, heels to connect with the ground. 
And as you inhale, send that breath all the way down to the hand over your navel center. See and feel that rise. And as you exhale that breath, see if you can lower the shoulders, move them down away from the ears. Another big deep inhale. And exhale. Maybe feel your heartbeat for the first time today. And as we start to notice, maybe these few deep breaths, how your body has changed, maybe softened, maybe not, and that's okay. Start to notice your thoughts, where they are, maybe somewhere else, and that's okay too. See if you can start to bring your thoughts to the middle of your head. And as you breathe, your attention starts to focus on the breath. The cool air coming in through the nose, the rise and fall of your chest, Maybe a smile curls up on your lips. Another big deep inhale in. And exhale, relax the shoulders again if they've creeped up. And as we sit tall or stand tall, wherever you are, bring to mind an intention. How would you like to feel today, this week, next month, this year? And if you can't think of something that far out, that is okay. You can come back to how do you want to feel in this moment? Take another deep inhale in through the nose, crystallizing that intention. Exhale out the mouth. Relax. And let go of any expectation of how that intention will show up for you. Be open to the something better something that we may not know. May we all be kind. May we all find our breath and anchor to move forward with more presence, more grace, and more joy. One last big inhale in through the nose. 
making that spine really tall and exhale allow your fingers and toes to wiggle and your eyes to flutter open and come back to your space Thank you, Jade. That was nice. So, I wish everyone would uh, take a moment to, you know, set your moment, week, month, or year intention. Perhaps after this, uh, this practice, it might be even more clear to you. So, or if not, if it's not, repeat the process. Um, anything else we should uh, leave our listeners with? Anything you would like to to say? If no one has told you this lately, you matter. Mm. Thank you for you. Okay, and thank you for listening. Uh, that's an, the intention as well that I suggest everyone. I want to listen to the Mindfulness Debian podcast. Um, it's definitely a good intention. Um, thank you so much, Dave, for being here, for your time, for the practice and for all uh, what you shared to our listeners uh, looking forward to uh, you know talk to you again actually one perhaps you know the year is long you never know uh, <laughs> and uh, have a lovely uh, rest of the day and thank you so much everyone for, for being here with us thank you